Everyone has once had one, thought about it, or they currently have it. Yes, I'm talking about that side hustle. In the year 2020, with the unemployment rate how it was, everybody has gotten their side hustle on now, is what I'm looking at. You know, we're going to talk a little more about it, and we're going to talk about a book that I love and that teaches you about being that 10% side hustle. So, hopefully you gain something from here, flex that side hustle muscle, and we're going to talk about it a little bit more. You ready? Let's get to it. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. How are you all doing today? It is your favorite diplomat in Jordan's right here, and we are here on another reventing episode of Diplomacy and Sneakers, and we are here to talk about what? The side hustle. So, as we've known in the year 2020, we have whew, had a year of unemployment, but we have seen something that we have never seen before is a spot on beautiful thing of creativity that is from every human being there is whether it's a podcast whether they're selling something from Etsy or hell whether it's it's if you're selling milkshakes and stomach wraps I don't care but it is something now that people have now seen that a side hustle is needed even along with their full-time job because you never know what may happen in the future so guess what we are here to talk a little more about that talk a little more about <clears throat> excuse me a little more about all the different avenues that we can go the aspects of it and also we're going to dive a little deeper into it because there's a, a great book and i would like to um, talk about what talks about being a about having that side hustle as well so then we let's just talk about understanding the difference of what's the benefits of having of having a side hustle well extra income is one thing but also, if, if it's something that's a passion of yours, you're actually getting a, getting a chance to do your passion. Because what they say is that if you love what you do, it's never work. And so I really think that this is one of those things that you kind of get the best of both worlds in. And especially if it's something that you love, that you, like I said, love to do. And we look, if we look at it as that, when is it enough? Hell, it's never enough. You should always do what you love to do. But even if you can't do it for a full time, at least try to find a way to do it part time or sometime or itty bitty little bit of time. <laughs> but either way, um, that side hustle and hopefully that side hustle can and that passion can make use of extra dollars or some coins and also get you to, to another part of some financial freedom. If you, if you can, um, I can't even remember when I never had a side hustle. Oh, my God. Gosh, I can give you so many stories. I'll give you this funniest story, right? So, I'm in Washington, D.C. This is when I was single. I swear I was working about three jobs. <laughs> and so, my full-time job was I work in the Fed. But also, my side hustle that I, that I had going on was actually a part-time job. But it was the easiest part-time job I had. I was working at a community college basically moving tables and chairs for for different events. And one of the things that made it so easy is that I could, I could be there for seven hours, right, on a weekend. And I probably will work hard for two hours at that time. But after those two hours, once everything is set up, I'm just chilling. Even during that time, guess what? I was in grad school, so I would do my work. At that at that place. So guess so. Look at that. My side hustle actually helped me to do my work, and, and I made money while I did 
my schoolwork. I mean, this is one of the things that I always tell people, hey, and that's how I have to pay about $15 an hour. So that was pretty good. So I can honestly say that it's been times that I can't even remember when I have had a side hustle. The only time I've stopped having a, having a part-time job or a side hustle is basically when I moved overseas. But um, but even then, I, I try to find different ways, different avenues to try to get extra income. I mean, whether it's buying an, an investment property or trying to um, teach myself to um, maneuver within a stock market. Somewhere, somehow, some way, there needs to be some source of extra income that is needed. And I mean, we have been we have seen proof of that nowadays, especially with the unemployment rate going up right now. And also, and I will tell you another funny story. When I was little, I remember this to this day. I was in fourth grade, and I remember I used to walk to this pantry store, what they called a corner pantry, and they had these these blow pops were twenty five cents, and if you buy, of course, if you buy four, it's it's a dollar. But I remember I knew the manager there. I used to always walk up there because I used to always get a comic book whenever I had some money as a kid. And I so I got to the point. I said, "Hey, if I buy five of these, can you give me? I'm like, can I get four? I said, like, instead of buying four for a dollar, can I get five of these for a dollar?" The lady looked at me and said, "Well, you know, you cheat me out of five cents." I said, "I know, but I'll come back to buy some more." So and we made that deal. So what I used to do, I would I would buy those five blow pops for that one dollar. I would go to my school, and I would sell them. I will sell them for 50 cents. So that's 50 cents for each blow pop. So imagine, so imagine that. Then, after that, I would go spend another dollar and buy five more blow pops. This is what I, this was my hustle. This is what I learned. That if you put something there, people, no matter what the price is or not, if people want it, they liked it. Then, guess what? Because I was making so much more money, I expanded my, my inventory. I started buying oatmeal pies. I started buying all these things. So basically, I was making her money. But I come back to buy stuff. Now I'm making myself even more money, selling it for a higher price. Remember those little, those little Debbie oatmeal pies that were 25 cents? No, I sold those for 75 cents. Until one day, my teacher finally caught me and she said, Do I have a business license? And I told her, No. How can I go buy one? I remember I had this pink pencil case in my book bag. So I went to the principal office and they wanted to know how much money I had in there. I had I had fifty something dollars in that in that little thing of quarters and dollars. And of course they called my parents and what happened after that? Got in trouble. But guess what? I kept my money though. Only my 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 late father, he did, he laughed at me. He said, So I, I guess that you understand business now, huh? I said, to an extent I know that people will buy. He said, Well, I'm glad you understand that, but you can't sell it at school. So on that on that note, I know that. Some, but I know that there is a way. And ever since then, that that was my way. That I wanted to make money. I wanted to know how money works, and so that was my hustle. That and that always has been my hustle. And so the more I look into seeing what people are doing nowadays, as in their side gigs or. They're using the creativity to maybe do some arts and crafts, sell them on Etsy, or do, or or kind of just sell the goods of just knowledge, as in training and stuff like that online. Now, 
there's so many ways of the hustle that people have, that people are doing and um and so and one of the the best books that I've actually read about this talks about doing this for your 10% and I, and I need to give a shout out about this book this um, book is called a 10% entrepreneur by Patrick McGinnis and so many he dropped so many gems in this book uh, man it is it's amazing and, and I just want to share this with you all to hopefully that you all can get a get a chance to read this book and kind of found found the enlightenment part of it that I found because it's kind of he kind of says what I always used to tell people before I read this book is that yes you have a dream yes you have a passion yes you have something on your side hustle that you are doing that you want to do but let let your full-time job fuel that passion let that full-time job pay for that passion that you're doing so yes you're working here you're saving you're working you're paying your bills you're saving but also whatever whatever you're instead of spending money on bullshit Spend money on that passion to kind of get that business off the ground, to kind of get that business going. So that's one of the things I've always said, and I always want to keep in mind, especially when it came to certain things. And he talks about this, and he goes a little bit deeper about it. And I mean, it's a really good book, and it's really, really, really informative, and it's such an easy read. Um, that anybody can truly understand where he's coming from, but also he gives the different types and the understanding of it as well. And so one of the things that um that he that he that, that he talks about is that um uh, he talks about his life. It talks about his the, how he realized that um well, once he quit his job he didn't have a side hustle that he needed a side hustle because that job was never consistent or it's never going to be constant. That you need something to fall back on that that you need something to keep in the end and um and that and that was and that's where he got a 10 percent entrepreneur from and and um i think one of the best uh, one of the f things that he does is that how, how he focuses on there are certain types of being of being a side hustle there's certain types of side hustles and he calls it the five types and it's one of and it's one of the thing that it dawned on me i'm like holy shit this makes so much sense because we all think that we all have to work, we all have to do certain things, but no. And all of us are entrepreneurs in our in our right, but but all of us, but we all are not the same. It's not nothing is really the same. So look, so listen to these five types that I want to give to you, and just listen to what he's what he's saying. So, like I said, the first one is called the angel. The angel is basically the angel investor. If you never heard of an angel investor, angel investor is a person who kind of puts up the money. For so, so you can get your business going, but also they take a small stake into that, into your, your business, kind of like Shark Tank. If you ever watch the movie, the show Shark Tank, we have uh, Damon, you have Lori, you have Mark Cuban. These are all angel investors. So what they do is that they put money, put the money up, but they also take a small stake within that company as well. So these are angel investors. So if you had the money to help a sm another small business out. And, and that you're willing to get everything that you're willing to get money back in. Guess what? You're you can, you can start off with that. You can. You know, I don't, it takes. It may take a lot more, a lot of money to do so. But that's a type. Of, that's a type of investment. That's also a type of side hustle because you have to watch that business. You have to watch what's going on. And and hell, it's your money. So there's another one that's called the, the advisor. The advisor is basically what you 
what does it mean that you're the, you're an advisor? You're more so of a consultant in the sense is that instead of you having you working that business, you're more so there to help out to give ideas to um, to kind of give guidance um, where where it's needed, almost like a jack of all trades. So, so this is so this is what you need to do. I mean, you're knowledgeable of almost various functions when it comes to marketing, finance, operations, any anything what you what you think. So basically, you're you're that advisor. So being an advisor to other other companies like small businesses or whatever, you're giving your time, and giving your time, you may not be getting paid for it, but you're taking a small stake within that company of of doing so. So when that company does get bigger, starts to grow, guess what? You have a portion of that company that grows with it too, and then there's a value behind that. When they have a value added behind that, so look at that's what, that's another one. So we have the angel, we have the advisor. So now the third thing is what we call the the founder. Now the founder is something that you create yourself. This is what most people, when they think of entrepreneurs, this is what they are. You you're that founder. You're the one who created this idea. You're the one who created this this hustle of yours. Like for example, if you started making, if you started a some type of microfiber chair cushion, and you're the founder of that. You created the prototype. You did all these things. You're the founder of that. That is you. So you started it from ground up and you are the one that, that keeps it going. You are the one that maintains the business and keep that business moving. You are the CEO, president, you are everything. So that's the founder. That's what most entrepreneurs are. That's what most people, when they're doing their side hustle, especially are they the ones that are selling different things. They are selling goods and stuff like that. You are the founder. So definitely take a, uh, look, a look at that. And the fourth one is what I like to call aficionado. So the so the aficionado is it's a little more something. It's more so that you're kind of part time in in the in the sense that you're not quite there, or or how can I say it? The aficionado is that you're doing this on a on a on a part on a part time basis, but you don't plan to pursuing pursuing this as a as a career. More so that you just apply your skills to a certain level. I mean, so basically, like kind of you kind of tailoring. Your, your 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 hustle only to a, to a to a certain amount of time and once and once that skill set is done you're off you're gone so i mean look i mean look at look at it look at it that way you mostly you just you just engaging on an interest that may be like a hobby of yours guess what some people some people do that some people like like for example like podcasting podcasting is a is an instant infinite aficionado type of thing that people are may see it only as a small time thing or they only a couple episodes and guess what boom they're done or some people may see it as just it's just a quick thing to do especially during the pandemic after the pandemic is done i get back to my real job it's over so look at it look at it that way and last but not least it's the 110 the 110 percent entrepreneur remember i said that this whole book is about being a 10 percent, but now you have the 110 percent now, now this, now this right here is a, it's the hardest one to do because what happens is that you have a hundred percent of things that you're doing right now, which is like your full time job, but also you're adding that ten percent in, into it as well. So what you're doing now, you have added, you are now fully into that job and doing more. So you are doing more than your side hustle. You actually, you're like your side hustle times times ten. So you need to look more into that, and look, need to look more into that, um, that that kind of balance. Because once you once you start down there, 
it's kind of hard to get out of it. And because you're working full, you're working full, you're working full time on this entrepreneur venture of yours. And this is what you are completely doing. There's nothing else aside of it. You might have a full time job, but guess what? F that job. You're doing all of it and same time working that job, but you're doing everything under your power to get that entrepreneur part done. And guess what? The beauty about all of these five things is that all these things can make something pop. Everybody has been successful at these type of of um, side hustles, and they've been successful in them. So one is not one is not better than the other, or one, but it's just one that fits you. So I just want to let you all know is that you don't have to be creative to do it. You can just be have a skill set that is valuable enough to try to do something on it. If you have, if you have if you more so have money and you want to help somebody. And you want to see a business grow at the same time as you're watching it, go right ahead. These are the things that you need to do. But also, um, understand too is that there's a there's a side effect too. There's also the, I gave you the goods, but there's also a bad a bad side too. And in which in which that he portrays is that it's the fear of entrepreneurship. And so based like the fears of failures, because what happens is that your um, how can I say the lifestyle? <laughs> your life, the lifestyle is kind of empty some days because what happens is that you're, you're always moving, you're always on the go. So sometimes, especially when you're first starting off, if you pursue, try to pursue this, you you work and you're grinding. And guess what? Being a full time entrepreneur is, I mean, especially if it's if nothing is pop, if nothing is popping off right now, and <laughs> it's hard. So basically, you live in a lifestyle that's kind of kind of lousy at, at that time. So these are the five reasons to not how, why not to be full time if you cannot if you don't have to be full time. Your lifestyle is going to suck on that. So that's one. Number two, your finances could be shot because you're trying to get this one thing off the ground. As you you, you put your hundred percent into this job into this this venture, you can be going you can be running through your savings, your four hundred one k's, everything. That happens, and that and that business and that part is not booming. So this is why we say it's okay to keep your day job and let that job fuel your passion. So another thing is that if you, I mean, there's other reasons why. I mean, you're abandoning your, your status and affirmation, and also another one which is I kind of I find it very clear is that you don't have the right idea yet. So right now you're going through a phase of that you're just trying. I'm more like a brainstorming part of it. Especially if you, you had the right idea and then you put so much yourself into it, money into it, you quit everything else. And guess what? Then you, you can be short, especially if it's not the right idea yet. So keep your day job if you can. And last but not least, if you fail, then you then it sucks. So you're out of a job. You're out of a hustle. But we, we're not here to talk about the failures, but I had to let that be known because I believe in the balance. So that listen to that point that there is a failure behind it if it doesn't pop, but also letting you know that having that side hustle that's why i call it a side hustle not the full entrepreneurship but the side hustle along with whatever that you're doing that, that basically is paying for your well-being right now keep but also have something on, on the end that just in case that does fail you are set up with something on the side that can that can actually help you out but also and in, in, in the all these side hustles find your niche find a thing that makes you great that you know that you know that you're good at that you know that if it's building websites if it's 
if it's photography, if it's um, uh, like I said, making making chair cushions with microfiber. Hell, I don't know. If that is a thing that you are, you find yourself good at baking cakes. If you find yourself something that, that you are good at, use it, do it. Have people invest in you and show it off. I mean, especially right now, it is the time of small business. 2020 is the year of small business. In 2021, is going to be a bigger version of it. Small businesses, small entrepreneurships, growing to be bigger ones. These, this is the time to do so. Find that niche. Use your, use your Facebook. Use Twitter. Use everything you can to try to promote yourself. I mean, there's one guy I know that does seasonings. His seasonings are amazing. They're called seasonings. And seasoning are amazing. I had the lemon pepper. I had the Cajun. It, it, phenomenal. He advertises on Facebook. And I promise you not. I mean, small businesses, I've, I'm going to order again from him. And I, I become a lawyer. You become a loyal fan. You become a, it's become a point of loyalty. Please, if you get a chance, please, you need to look at that right now. Find that niche that you're good at. And also something that's, because we're slowly starting to get out of this, this stage of COVID, this stage of, of social anxiety. Well, we used to probably still have social anxiety, but just uh, being, we might be a little more social as this vaccine uh, makes us, makes us rounds or whatnot. What are things that people are going to need? And, and what are you good at? What can you provide? What kind of service can you provide? What kind of goods can you provide? Find that niche that you're good at. Find that niche that you can not only work your job as well, but also, also you can work that, you can do that side hustle part of it too. And I mean, like for example, I work from home, so I, so I have time to do stuff. But what I do, I, I I do a lot of options trading. I do investing, and this what that's a niche that I'm good at. And even though it's not it's not a hustle for other people, but guess what? It's something I do that make extra. I can make extra money. So this is something that I find myself very good at. So this is something. So try to find something that's good. That's good for you. It don't have to always be selling stuff. It could be finding ways to make make money on different on different ways. And I mean, also, and like I said, find a process, network, do what you need to do as a person to to get yourself out there. Now, look, there's a there is a famous phrase in this in this book that I, that um that I like to go. I like I love to say, and that I love to um tell people. And I think and I think he has a whole book about it now. Um, but as I but as I talk as I talk to, as I try to find find it in my notes right now, I want to this one thing I do want to talk about. He has a I'm gonna get back to that point, but he has a ten percent plan. So within his within his book, uh, Patrick McGinnis has a ten percent plan. It's resources, the investment process, and the network. Now, the resources part is the op it's optimized time, capital, and intellectual capital. That means that. Get the time to do it, have the money to do it, and also have the people behind. Well, have the brains to, to do it. So you need to, or have the people that are smarter than you can can do it also. That right there is, is the resource. So you need the brains, you need the money, and you need the time. Sometimes it's hard for us to have all three of those, but we can we we try we try our best as people. We we try our best to have it, but I mean without without that, it is insanely hard and another thing 
Another part of it is the, the investment process. Now, the investment process is being able to find, analyze, and commit to the project. Now, that's the main word I like to say is to commit. You have to commit to it. If you're willing to do something, you got to commit to it. That's why a lot of a lot of people who do side hustles, a lot of people who do who do stuff like this, they kind of just they kind of just go down the drain, and be, and because of that, is the potential is lost. But so but you, it might be the greatest type of idea, but it's gone. So what else, what people need to do is they really do need to focus on committing to the project. Find what you want to do after you after you have the resources. Find that investment process, but also. Network, build a team behind it. If there's, if you know that there's people, if you know if there's something out there that you cannot do, find somebody to help you do it. If there's some, if there's a process out there that like, hey, I don't know what I'm doing. I need, to, I need this person to uh, show me what to do. Guess what? Go find that damn person. That is that is easier said than done. Because guess what? We are not, we are not all experts in everything, and we are, we are all, we might be most of us are, are probably jack of all trades, more than anything. So guess what? Go go find that person who has the intellectual ability to to have an idea of what of what need of what needs to be done. And like I said, network and build that team. If you don't have a team to, to build with, well, you become that you become that person. You become that person. You study. You you read books. You make yourself knowledgeable about whatever that you want that you don't have already. That's the whole point of it. So resources, invest, and build that team. So the part, of, the phrase that I was going, I was getting back to now, um, is a is a phrase that, that he wrote back in two thousand four. It's called FOMO. Um, uh, there's a history of the, of the term FOMO, which was in a, which was in a magazine, and it's called the fear of missing out. And one and one thing and the thing that he actually um said in his book is, is FOBO the fear of a better option now the fear of a better option comes pretty interesting to me because the fear of the better option is almost like gambling because it, or even when you look at, look at stocks like for example this is a perfect example of the fear of the better option suppose you're gambling you're doing roulette and you and that little ball goes around you have $400 on black. Guess what? The number hits on black. Boom. You win. You win $800. Boom. Then you start to think about, hmm, what if I'd have did black and the number? Well, like black seven or something like that. I could have won triple my money. Well, since I already won double, I could spend a little bit more. That's the fear of the better option. You should take your money and roll with it. Stick with what you know. Stick with your guns for right now. Stick with that because the fear of the better option. I mean, I I, I just I just love that said because like I said, you don't just you don't just be you're not just content with good. You want to make sure that you trade up to great. If you have the ability to be to be great, not just for that good to trade in for that good, but to trade in to be great, follow that. And and you have a there's a consensus and there's a optimal idea, optimal percentage, high percentage, and low amount of risk that you can become great, then yes, go do that. But also do not be scared to be great. Do not be scared of the better option. I mean, like I, because I think that there's one there's one part um 
of the book that um that I, I really I really 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 wanted to um say is that he also talks about FODA which is the fear of doing anything so it's, so basically when we look at it this right here I want to get to the point that the fear fear of the better option don't be scared of that better option but also don't be stupid as well to make that make that risk assessment make sure that you understand where you're coming from also the fear of missing out guess what you're going to miss out on stuff it's, it's going to happen you could miss out on, on a better deal but guess what make sure that, that you try to not do it twice but you're going to miss out if there's a deal for a hundred thousand dollars and there's a hundred ten thousand dollars somewhere else guess what you might have missed out on that hundred ten but you had a hundred thousand dollar deal i mean there's deals here and there but the fear, but you can't be scared of missing out on if because you're going to miss out. You can't you can't be scared of the better option because you, that better option if you want if it's going to make you grow. Yes, but if, that, if that's a if it's a quick option, you need to do it, man. So I'm just hoping that you understand that that having these ideas behind the side hustle um, is. It's relevant and it's needed. So not just only don't go out there and just to say, hey, I'm hey, I'm gonna go be an entrepreneur. And you have no idea what you want to do and you and you quit your job and spend all your money and boom, you're back to square one. No. Keep your full-time job. Make sure that you use that job to pay for your passion. But also it's okay to be to do it 10% because that 10% can make you a lot of money. Fine your niche be that 10% entrepreneur and also read the book 10% entrepreneur by by Patrick McGinnis make sure that you um, follow him on Twitter he's um, he's great um, I usually every time I response every time I say something he responds back uh, but also get a chance to learn that uh, learn that like I said learn that niche actually try to get a summary of all of all that I've talked about today because as as diplomats, I want to make sure that you all succeed. I want you. I want you to all to be great, be successful. So you're able to spread your brand around the world, around your neighborhood, around your town, your city, your state. Make sure that you are you do it in a positive manner. And like I said, those side hustles matter. And like I said, I, I was hoping that I gave you all a little a little hustle behind that side hustle muscle. I um, hope I gave, able to give you some of that knowledge, some good stuff. And um, if I Without further ado, this is this is the end, and I hopefully hopefully think that think that we all can can do better. We all can have have something on the side that can that can make us great. Whether it is from creative, whether it's financial, whether it's marketing, it's something that we are that we can do to for all of us to be great, and also make sure that and also to keep us financially stable in a sense. So you all. I wish you all the best. You all take care of yourselves and remember to fear nothing and live forever because you all you all are who you are. All right, it's your favorite diplomat and Jordans signing off to all my diplomats and sneakers. You all take care. Spread that diplomacy and sneakers the good way. Take you all take care.